Hey, 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 what do you say? <laughs> so dumb. I apologize. Hey, cutie. <laughs> Welcome back. Oh. It's your girls, Mountain Scene, coming to you live from my parents' house. We used to sit in this room and watch hours <laughs> of Gossip Girl. Oh my gosh, those were the days. And peel egg roll wrappers for your parents. And babysit my little brother. He was like three at the time. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Memories. <laughs> um, but hey everyone. Merry Christmas. Merry Chrysler. <laughs> we, <laughs> we are in Montana visiting our families for the holiday. I hope everyone had a great holiday time season. It is the 26th day after Christmas and I am hungover. Christine, what did you do last night? Oh my gosh. Why are you so hungover today? I got so lit with my family. My grandpa and I were getting after it. My, Your grandpa? My grandpa was Liddy McTitty, and I'm so proud. Oh, I thought you were lying earlier when you told no. your mom it was your grandpa's fault. I was like, see. No, we were having we were having a ball. Like Aww. my grandpa was just ripping like whiskey on the rocks. At one point, my family and I took shots of Grey Goose. Woof. I drank a bottle prisoner to myself <laughs> and like a like 75% of another bottle of red wine. What else did I have? Uh, you sent me a video. <laughs> it was pretty early, too, when you sent me the video of you and your brother and your cousin. <laughs> and you had a bottle of Grey Goose. And you guys, did you say this is the this used to be the move? Yes. Because Steen and I used oh, to always my. take a bottle of Great Goose with us wherever we would go. So embarrassing. We were those so chicks that like would roll up to the parties in high school with a bottle of Goose because we thought we were, we had it like that. Yeah. Ball so hard. And we would like come in. We're like, hey, like party's here. And honestly, Great Goose is not good. <laughs> I When you sent me that, I was thinking about it. I'm like, wait, I haven't even had it. I can't even tell you the last time I've had Great Goose. I kind of forget... It's a thing. And I remember when we graduated high school, we wanted to find out if there was a way we could get a case, a case of Grey Goose bottles to take to our dorm with us. Oh, my like, cringe why? moment of the year. <laughs> so embarrassing. I'm glad we grew out of that because... Me too. Oh, my God. But yeah, I had a really great time with my family. I And then my cousin and I, I mean, we're both almost 30 years old, but we had like a cute little slumber party and just like, just like the old days in my grandparents' basement. But, y'all, I woke up this morning. <sighs> I was on the way over to record our little intro right now, and Christine was like, yay. And then right away again, you text me, you're like, I'm a hot mess, don't judge. <laughs> yeah. like, when do I judge for, like, for one? But also, you're so cute. <laughs> yeah, I definitely, I left my grandparents at, like, noon, and then I came home, took a nap, made my brother bring me food, took another nap, and then I laid on the couch until you came over. You needed it. But a part of me wants to get a tr – no, no. I'm no. drinking a Truly brought to you by the Moi family. Christine <laughs> has nothing for this intro episode. I was drinking a soda pop earlier. Oh, classic. A classic Coca-Cola. Ooh. <laughs> Pepsi is way better. Coca-Cola leaves a weird I film agree. in my mouth. Everyone is so weird about Coke. Like – The Coke and Pepsi? Yeah, like, yeah. Like Tobacco? Everyone, yeah, everyone's like so horny for Coke and I'm like, <laughs> I don't Hornies. get it. Like – Pep I'm a Pepsi person too. Same. I just taste like crisper. And if you're hungover, that's always the move. Fountain from a fountain. fountain. Yeah. Very refreshed. Specifically a Taco Bell fountain Pepsi. Oh, did you find yourself there today? No. I could <laughs> not make it. I, it was... Ugh. That's the nice thing too about you being home, your family. 
for those of you who don't know, Christine's family has been in the cooking and restaurant industry forever, so you guys always have the best food on deck. I literally texted my brother. I was like, bring me home some ramen. Fuck like me now. But so that was, yeah, in my eyes. literally fucking... I was thinking earlier today, just because we're back home, and the episode that you guys will hear after the intro, we recorded kind of a minute ago. Yeah, it's been like a few two weeks, weeks ago. Yeah, it's been a few weeks, and... So today, while we've been here in Montana, I was just thinking of old times and what we were like in high school. And I don't know why this memory came to me, but you were always wanting to date such sweet, like, cute boys from high school. And there was one in particular I was thinking of that I'll tell you about later because <laughs> we can't say his name. But then why was I just always wanting to date anybody who, like, broke the law? <laughs> <laughs> it was a shower oh, yeah. moment that I had earlier. Just some that thoughts is- in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to tell you who I'm thinking of who made me realize this thought. It, would, it was a boy that you always had a crush on for like a hot minute. Oh, that is and you so guys kind of dated. And I was like, God, so you always went for like such great nice. lads. And then here I am. Like anybody who wears their jeans to their knees yeah. and breaks a lot, like you're mine. <laughs> That's funny because it's true. <laughs> so true. Not going to lie, still kind of turns me on if you oh, break the law, but I mean, I think we've grown out of it. I like someone with a little bit of gangster. Oh, of course. A little like, bit of spice. Yeah, like we don't want, I mean, if you are safe and follow the law, like definitely good for you. Yes. I love that too. Like, I love, <laughs> But like, yeah, like if you don't make a full stop at a stop sign, I'm here for it. Oh, don't, <laughs> don't test the limits. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh. Wow. Um, well, what else has happened recently? Oh, okay. My birthday party. Oh my gosh. We Let's told talk you guys about that. we would recap it a little bit. Yes. Oh, okay. I had an amazing time. Like, I said this earlier already, but physically, I was broken. After the weekend? After the weekend. Yeah. But spiritually and mentally and emotionally, I was so fulfilled. I was like, Star, sparkle, rainbow, unicorn. My, <laughs> I just picture unicorns floating around my head. Yeah, same. Great way to put it. I felt on Sunday night, we got to the house. We had a house in the mountains in Estes Park. And then we were there Friday night, Saturday night. And then we came back Sunday. And my heart, once I was alone back in my apartment, my heart truly felt overwhelmed. But in the best way possible, mm-hmm. just because of... All the love that was filled throughout the house all weekend, and not just for me, and because it was my birthday, it was just the, I don't know, I don't know how to explain it, like the vibe of the people that we were with, all of our great friends, and a lot of our friends that were there don't necessarily all hang out with each other, but kind of know each other through you and I, Yeah, and just to have us all together, and everybody got along so well, which of course was to be expected, but... Man, I left on such a high from the weekend, and I just want to so thank everybody who shared that moment with me because I really, I feel like we all needed it, and I, mm-hmm. hmm, my heart was overjoyed, and Ugh. I danced on Saturday, I swear to God, for six hours. I was nonstop moving. Oh, I definitely danced for like a solid two hours straight. Oh, absolutely. Because like um, DJ Sonics, when he like took a break or something, he was like, hey, I just want to say, like, you were getting it out there. Like, thank you so much. Ooh. And I was like, you got <laughs> you it. I was like, you got it, brother. Our friend James told me that the next day I was dancing with that huge bottle of champagne. 
that wasn't a real bottle of champagne that you guys oh, got Oh, that me. like paper cutout? Yeah. He said I was dancing with it like it was my lifelong partner. <laughs> and I was. It was, oh, I just haven't danced like that and felt so. It felt so good. Oh, my heart. Yeah. And I, I feel like so we were happy. so groovy. Like Very groovy. Me and my like disco jumper and yep. then yours and your like sparkle like outfit. Wow. Mal Tree looked like a star. Thank you. You did as well. <sighs> First time I've worn a dress, honestly, in a couple years. And oh yeah, speaking of the DJs, thank you so much, Lucid Vision and DJ Sonics, for coming out and giving us a little live performance. That was so much fun. That like really made the weekend because the first night it was just us there and we played our own music. And you don't really think about it, but then once you have the actual DJs there who can do all that and they play the most fire beats it truly i realized after they were there that they made the weekend like what it was that night like you said we definitely needed it and to just like be in a situation i mean there weren't very many of us there but just the act of dancing and seeing a dj and being next to the subs and just like ah vibrations back to yeah the vibes were high oh my gosh can you believe i don't even want to talk about this very long but can you can you believe it's gonna be like the new year soon like at the end of the week right i mean it feels wild that we're obviously leaving this year behind but at the same time it's like just because it's a a new year i'm like doing the quotes you guys can't see it it's like will that much change right away yeah of course we all like set goals and have new aspirations for the year but because of the way 2020 went, it's like we're still kind of carrying some of it into 2021. I saw a funny, <laughs> I saw a funny TikTok, and this guy was like, "I don't want none of y'all wilding out for the new year." He's like, "We're gonna walk into 2021. Don't touch nothing. <laughs> don't look at anything. We're just gonna keep it calm and see what happens. Laser focus, baby. <laughs> I think it'll just be nice to be like." 2020 is over like and oh yeah but I mean I think honestly like for the world 2020 wasn't a good year but for me and like us and our close friends and our families I really don't have a lot to complain about I lost my job for a little bit but that's I mean so did everybody else so it's not like something specific that happened to me but I mean I got to spend two months with my family which was would have never happened if she fled the state (laughs) never forget Uh, yeah like I started a new job you turned 30 we launched our podcast like a lot of good things happened so I'm grateful for that and I'm choosing to look at the good things of course the not so good things are there but I think this next year is gonna be a good one y'all 2021 yeah last night I was with my family for Christmas and we went and looked at some lights and when we were in the car I asked everybody what their favorite part about this year was and we all actually had, yeah, great things to say, of course. Oh, my overall. gosh. And what? Mel's going to be an auntie. Oh, my God, you guys. I am my oldest sister. Well, my only older sister, <laughs> Alana. She is having her first baby. And I'm so fucking excited. It's going to be a girl. Oh, my God. I knew it was, too. I know people will say that. But I truly, from the start, I kept saying, I was like, I think it's going to be a girl. Obviously, you don't care either way. Right. But I was right. We found out the first night I got home this week. And we're having another girl to the girl tribe. Oh my gosh, that literally when I saw that on your story, I was like, oh my heart. I like showed my whole thing. I was like, I was like, Mal's gonna be have a little niece. It's so exciting. I can't believe. I can't believe. <laughs> can't believe. I can't believe. <laughs> I don't believe it. Isn't that from Super Bad? When she's getting <laughs> robbed? <laughs> 
that scene in Superbad when McLovin is trying to use his fake ID and then she gets robbed and the cashier's like, I don't believe it. <laughs> I feel like we used to say that to each other all the time. I know. Oh my God, my cheeks are hot. Ooh, that's funny. Yes, very grateful, very thankful for everything that's happened this year. Obviously, we are not blind that a lot of bad things have <laughs> happened, but I think me and my family were saying this last night with all the bad that has happened this year it does feel in a sense that everything's happening the way it's supposed to and we're learning and becoming more awakened to all these things that we've never been awakened to before with like Mm -hmm. corruption and Mm -hmm. just things that I think needed changing so I think it's good it's obviously hard but I know that Once we get out of this on the other side, somehow, everybody who made it through, it's truly like we're going to be so much stronger. Yeah, we're going to be all right. We're going to be all right. Yeah, we've just been chilling at home with our fam. I'm headed back to Colorado in the morning, getting back to real life. Yeah, we've been on the go since my birthday weekend, so I'm very looking forward to yeah getting back and just having a moment to kind of decompress from yeah. being with so many people it's like I love being with everybody I love but I also you know that feeling like you just yeah. need to be in your apartment alone well, especially when you're like um when you're just like constantly stimulated like yeah oh that's a ever, great way to put it ever since your birthday no since the 17th mm-hmm. since Correct. the 17th I've been with someone every day until tomorrow <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, like, your brain's just kind of, like, and, like, especially with us, like, we're used to being alone, like, in our apartments at the end of the day. So, like, being, like, around all my family, which is great, but, like, you're doing so much catching up because you're seeing all your aunts and uncles and cousins that you haven't seen in so long. And then it's, like, you're having all these hot chats and then you're talking about these things and you're drinking and you're eating and then you go to bed late, but then you get up early and then all the little... Yeah. <laughs> on repeat on repeat yeah it's like a loop which is great and it's beautiful but i actually am looking forward to driving alone tomorrow yeah you're very lucky <laughs> <laughs> i love you elijah can't wait to have our road trip back to denver together but that will be nice because yeah just like you said we've been with people mm-hmm. for however many days now and so and i do love doing the drive from Denver to Billings by myself because it's always just a nice time to reflect yes. and think about whatever is going on in your life, set goals. Yeah. Always, always coming nice. back feeling refreshed too, even if you're tired, but there is something about coming home for a few days that just kind of like resets, resets your mind. You? Yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like you said, just reflect and kind of like remind yourself why you do what you do. It'll be very nice. Safe travels to you. I'll be taking off the next day. Thank you, Miles. Oh, the day this episode comes out, Monday the 28th. Love it. Fresh and live. But speaking about this episode this week that we recorded for you guys. Yeah, speaking about like setting goals and things like that. Christine and I had a very lovely chat a few weeks ago and opened up about body image body confidence or just self-confidence overall and things that we've personally struggled with throughout our lives Mm -hmm. and things that people who have been close to us have maybe said or made comments about our bodies and how we think that that has affected us throughout our lives and carried on with us even if we maybe think it hasn't and we just thought that we know we're not obviously the only ones who go through this kind of stuff and it Mm -hmm. can be a really hard thing to open up about it but we felt like it was the right time yeah. to share our experiences and hopefully shed some light 
that you guys could relate to. Yeah, and I think especially like coming into the new year and they're making resolutions and they have all these goals and the majority of the time I think a lot of people have fitness goals and weight loss goals and things like that, which I think is wonderful um, because we all do, but I think sometimes we can get a little bit too deep into it or too hard on ourselves. With our physical appearance. Yeah, so... um, I don't know. Yeah, I thought I was like, this is a great way to kind of end the year on this, moving into the new year. And we hope you enjoy. We hope you like. And we love you guys. Thank you for listening. We love you guys. I hope you had the best Christmas and happy new year. We will definitely be talking to you in 2021. So we'll see you then. Bye. Body talk. <laughs> Let me hear your body talk. And your body it, talk. And work it with your hips. One, work, two. Work it with your hips. Okay. Hello. Hey. <laughs> Clearly, we did not study those lyrics. We should have. Probably. And we should change our intro music. <laughs> Who's the artist, anyways? Uh, it's like an old school, like 80s or 70s, I think. Like a Whitney Hugh? Yeah, something like that, but not okay. not exactly Whitney. Yeah, we would know if it was her. Yeah. Today, our episode is, if you haven't already noticed, about body talk. Your body talk. Mm, mm, I'm mm. Uh, sipping on a cute Aperol spritz. You guys, we have one more day till I can have a sipperoo. One more day. You can do it. If you care, don't care, but I'm letting you know. We're already like into December, heading into the last few weeks of the year. Hope everyone is staying positive. Uh, I hope that life is just treating you well and health is amongst you. And if not, we will pray for you. Sending love and light. (laughs) 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 Healing and praying and love and light to our loved ones. Yes. What did you say to me the other night? Stay well? or what? Oh, be well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> be well. Well, today we definitely wanted to get into the body talk. And by that, we mean talking about body image, a little bit about body dysmorphia and self-confidence with your body and your looks, mm-hmm. all the above, and mm-hmm. how they have affected us, how certain comments throughout our lives have affected us. And yeah, I guess maybe how we personally feel where we stand with all of those things. I think everyone deals with it in its own way. I mean, obviously body dysmorphia is a real thing, a very real thing. But I think for the most part, everyone deals with it in some way or another, or at least a version of it. I think men and women both. Um, Obviously, you and I don't like actually, actually have a severe case of body dysmorphia. But I definitely do. Like, I mean, more in my younger years... I'll admit, like, I'm going to be 30 and I still sometimes look at myself and I'm like, what is going on? I'm a refrigerator. (laughs) I hate when you call yourself that. (laughs) You are not. But sometimes I feel that way. Oh, I understand. Well, and I think, too, the way that I have felt it, I was going through this article last night with different symptoms because it is actually a mental illness that people have severe cases of and have to get diagnosed for, Mm -hmm. which is honestly really sad that it can get that extreme. But some of the symptoms in the list, I definitely felt I related to in some way or at some point in my life. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I think plays into body dysmorphia too, 
and this has happened to me, I think, on both ends of it, is a day that you're feeling so cute, so hot, you're feeling yourself, but then you're out and people take pictures, and then you see pictures of yourself, and you're like, what the fuck is going on? Like, that's not what you're seeing in the mirror. Right. And I think that can be really confusing and also such a mindfuck. I know. I Sometimes I feel like certain mirrors, too. The mirrors at 24-Hour Fitness always make me feel banging. Um, and True. then my parents have a mirror in their house that I always would like, cause it's like by when you walk out the front door, it's like over those stairs that you go to the basement. I remember that fancy that, mirror. That mirror is like literally the best hype woman in America because whenever I look at it, I'm like, damn. like Legs I, are long. I'd be looking cute. Yeah. I'd be looking <laughs> slim. I'd be looking like thick. I'd be looking fit. Coke bottle figure. And then, yeah. And then like you said, like you take a picture and then you're like, what the fuck? I actually saw this study, and this was a long time ago, but they did this thing, and it was this girl, and every day for, like, X amount of days, they took a photo of her in the same position, in the same, like, pose, everything like that, and each day, she would write about how she felt about her body that day. Oh, wow. So, like, one day, she was like, I feel really good today. I feel, like, fit. I feel healthy. I feel amazing. One day, she's like, I'm so fucking bloated. I hate my body. Next day, she's like, ew, I look like shit. Like, I blah, blah, blah. But then when they posted the photos, every photo looked exactly the same. That's fucking crazy. So it's crazy to think that in her mind, she like hated everything about it one day and loved everything about it another day. When actuality, she looked the same to me and to everyone else. She looked exactly the same. But to herself, she thought she looked all sorts of ways every single day. That truly sounds how I feel every single day. Because every single day I do feel different. Mm -hmm. Today, for example, I am feeling pretty great pretty light yeah and you not look feeling so cute you look so cute tell me again kisses xo <laughs> <laughs> but the other day specifically i think on saturday i don't even know what it was i don't even think i had like ate that shit that day but i just felt like in my stomach specifically i just felt huge and bloated mm -hmm. and like i just wanted to not be seen out in public which is kind of a sad feeling but i have truly felt those feelings before on days where i'm not feeling great about myself, I actually just don't want to be seen by anybody. Yeah. But it's not like people are paying attention to you in the way that you're thinking right. and you're just so caught up in your head with these dark feelings of overwhelm on how your body's feeling and, oh, it's a lot. I know. I feel that way too, especially like for us ladies who have to deal with like PMS and like your period week is probably the worst week. Like, I just got off my period and I honestly, like this whole week, I was just like, what is wrong with you, Steen? And like, obviously nothing's wrong with me. I'm a normal human. I'm a woman. We have periods every single month. But like, I was just breaking out out of nowhere. I was getting zits in places on my face that I hadn't gotten zits since I was in like high school. Mm -hmm. I felt like a fucking air balloon. I was eating <laughs> everything in sight. I'm sorry. I didn't mean <laughs> You're descriptors. Knock it off. <laughs> refrigerator air balloon <laughs> like i just was like oh my god and then like sometimes i forget that like everybody goes through it and i mean when you are in your period it's just like a roller coaster of hormones like through your body you're like just so many things are happening so it's normal but like in the moment i'm just like yuck dude like i am not pleased i'm very unimpressed with myself why am i like this and yeah, you are, yeah, you are not alone. We are not alone. And especially, yeah, when you're just having an off week, especially as a woman and you're on your period, that can make things 
all sorts of crazy. Yeah. Actually, really quick. Just for anybody who actually doesn't know what body dysmorphia is, because you and I have talked about this quite a bit, even with some of our other friends, but it is a disorder, a mental health disorder that you, in which where you can't stop thinking about one or more perceived defects or flaws in your appearance and a flaw that appears minor or can't be seen by others, but you may feel so embarrassed, ashamed, and anxious that you may avoid many social situations. Mm -hmm. And it's just when you're intensely focusing on your appearance and your body image. So there are, I think, how you and I just mentioned, there's definitely different levels to it. But there was one time specifically this summer when I was feeling the lowest of my lows. I think I've mentioned this a couple times now about my body image and how I looked and who knows if what I was actually seeing in the mirror was really what others were seeing. That's that's another thing, too. It's like we never actually will know what we look like to the outer world because we can't see through other people's eyes. Yes. Like, and that kind everyone's, of is a mindfuck as well. Everyone's perception of you is different. Like, And it's not their fault or anything like that. It's like just it's how their eyes view you. And like that's kind of like how when you think of like who you think is attractive, like what your mind is considering – this person as attractive or not attractive mm-hmm. but like to you one person could be the most beautiful to you this person could be the most beautiful being you've ever laid eyes on but to somebody else they could be this heinous creature but like that's not anyone's fault that's just like our brains are all wired differently our eyes are different like the way we like process visually you know things like that all of it is different yeah and this specific moment where how when I just read the actual description of body dysmorphia and it said that it can be so extreme that people want to avoid social settings or gatherings. And there was this moment this summer, it was a friend's birthday and I honestly did not want to go because I felt so bad about the way I looked and I would try it on a thousand outfits, mm-hmm. literally share from Clueless, throwing things off hangers left and right. Oh, no. And nothing was fitting the right way because of whatever had happened to me over like quarantine and everything just felt gross. And this specific friend is a true bombshell. I think that also was just playing such a game in my mind where I felt like I had to come like looking obviously as great as she does always and everybody else that she was with. And that's nothing on her or them because it's all in my own head. But I honestly almost didn't go because of that because I felt so low and I still went. But to be honest, I felt so uncomfortable the whole Aww. time I was out that day. I just did not want to be out. I even cried when I got home that night. Oh, Mel. I know. It was a rough one, but... Yeah, I've definitely had pretty low lows as well. Um, I remember there was a night that I went home, and I definitely had been drinking, so like that Same. played a part, but it wasn't like so much where I was like wasted, but I had a few drinks that night, and I remember I was like getting undressed to take a shower, and I just like stared at my body in the mirror, and I was so upset like so upset and I did the same thing I cried and I was like what the fuck dude like and then the next day I like thought about it and like of course like we all kind of like have those moments but yeah like that was like a time in my life where I was like so upset with myself and then I think about things like if I'm so upset with my body then like it's time to make change you know like you can't just be upset and not you know, try. Right. But I think it's also hard too when you are trying and you just can't like, mm-hmm. f- you can't see, at least in your mind, that change is happening. And like, I think especially when it comes to physical change, stuff like that takes time. It takes so much longer than 
you think it will or that, of course, that you want it to. Yeah. It takes a really long time. It's very easy, I think, to have your body maybe change in a direction that you don't want it to. Mm-hmm. And then when you're trying to change it or reverse it or go back or losing weight, however that looks to you, it, yeah, it takes a long fucking time and a lot of effort. And maybe also because we have gotten a little bit older. So yeah, our bodies, maybe our metabolisms, whatever it is, they don't work like they did in our early 20s. So things right. just feel harder or... Yeah, takes a little bit longer. Yeah, and I think another thing too is like um, just throughout the years, especially in our generation, like how we define beauty. For example, like I'll go on Instagram. I think one of the biggest, like most toxic things to do to your self-confidence and worth is to get on Instagram and compare yourself to others on there. But I definitely see a trend of girls who in a sense are starting to look the same because like, Right now, like the hot thing is like fat ass, big lips, the tiniest waist, like imaginable. snatched waist, you know, like that kind of like Kim Kardashian look. I feel like that's very much like the in look right now. And I see so many girls on Instagram, like especially these like Instagram baddies and influencers, which don't get me wrong, they are so beautiful, but they all kind of like start to look the same. And it's like, how did we become so involved in like this? term beautiful and we decided that this one look was the beautiful look and now everyone wants to look like it because if you don't then you're not really considered like hot or like beautiful but it's like everyone is beautiful I think now that I'm older I think that being different is beautiful I was like why do you want to look the fucking same like boring absolutely not I yeah I think being unique and true to yourself is what makes you beautiful yes and being yeah exactly who you are and staying true to that, but obviously we, when I was reading about different stuff like this yesterday, which obviously should come as no shock to any of us, it said that media plays the biggest factor into why some of us feel dissatisfied with our body image and the way that we look and how we develop low self-confidence is because of media. Back in the day, it was more so on television and then magazines. Mm -hmm. And now, of course, it's most definitely Instagram. Oh, yeah. And all those women, of course, are so beautiful, but it does feel hard sometimes. It's like I can't look at that all the time because even though I admire them because I love women, I think women are fucking – we are amazing amazing creatures. Yes, we are amazing, sexy creative, wonderful creatures. And so I really admire and like, I love looking at beautiful women, but there are times it's, yeah, if you're having a bad day, do not get on the gram and go look at those specific pages because you're only going to do yourself more harm. And I'm speaking to myself right now because I'll tell you in a little bit, but I did do something like this recently where it just ended up hurting my own feelings. I'm like, why did I do that? And I knew what I was doing the whole time I did it. Right. But Back to, really quick, the body dysmorphia thing and how we were talking about pictures Mm -hmm. and how we're feeling good and then you see a picture and then you feel really bad. But then also the opposite, which I think you and I have talked about this too, where back in the day, maybe five years ago or however long ago, you felt gross that day and you felt however about your body in a negative light. And then you go back and see that picture years later. You're like, I was so hot. I was so cute. I was so small. So it's like that that also I think kind of plays into it too, because what you were feeling or seeing yourself as that day. And now years later you look back and you're like, what was I, how could I think that about myself on that day? Yeah. Like I looked so cute, so good. 
I agree. Because, like, I remember being, like, 21, 22, and there would be days I'm just like, ugh, scum. <laughs> but then, like, I look at some pictures and I'm like, God, I was a hot little thing. Like, yeah, I mean, were, I still am, still but, are. like, it's funny because I would honestly, like, love to have, like, the body that I had at that age. I mean, I still think I have, like, a decent body, but, like, You're at that age, I was, like, so down on myself. But now I'm like, dude, if I could have my 22-year-old body back, like, fuck it up. Like, hide your fucking man. Hide your fucking woman because I'm out here. In these streets. <laughs> yeah. Well, Well, I think looking back, because I felt the same way, which is honestly insanity to look back at pictures of myself at 20, 19, 22, whatever, that age. And I was so small and so thin, but I would feel not like I like that I wasn't. Mm -hmm. And I know that you and I both have a few things that have happened in our lives where people close to us or not even close to us have made comments to us. And even at a very young age, I'm going to tell you guys some of these comments and you don't maybe think about it sometimes, but those definitely play into why maybe we're still here 29 going on 30, still questioning the way we look all the time or overthinking how we look and feeling low about our bodies because I think the media, of course, but also personal comments. And the first time that I can remember that I had a comment made to me, I was in fourth grade Mm -hmm. and I was new at the elementary school I had went to that year. And that's when I became best friends with one of our old good friends. Mm -hmm. And she was always so naturally very small and thin And I wasn't even chubby. Like, looking back on pictures now, I think I was just a normal nine-year-old. Yeah, nine-year-old, ten-year-old girl. But this vicious little boy, we won't say his name, but trust me, I remember your name. (laughs) This vicious little boy, thinking he can just say whatever he wants, he told me and this girl, my old best friend, that I should take some of my fat off my body and put it onto her. Because she was too thin, and apparently, I guess I was fat. Oh, like, fuck that kid. Fuck that kid and his bleached, frosty tips. Ew. Right, and it's like, and the thing is, too, is like, because you're so little, like, kids don't know better either. So, like, he probably just was like, whatever, like, it's true, or who knows what his fucking thought process was. Right. But yeah, it's like, it's little things like that that stay with you through and through and like look you're gonna be 30 years old and you still remember that that is so fucked up yeah words definitely words are powerful and they stick with you whether you want them to or not even if you move past it obviously I'm not holding a grudge against that boy from fourth grade but that was the first time I remembered a comment being made about my body yeah which is a child's body so it's fucking wild that this little boy also was even thinking about stuff like that and also about my friend because body shaming also can happen to people who are naturally very thin and they get told to eat more and this kid was like gain some weight and I should lose weight so it happens in both ways and then the next one I remembered was later in high school I think I was about 16 and a family member that is close to me I had kind of started putting on some weight around that age because I worked at a hella fire pizza, a fire pizza kitchen, and I was eating so so much pizza all the time and drinking mad Pepsi on the rocks (laughs) (laughs) with a straw, of course. And so, yeah, I definitely kind of put on a little bit of weight at that time. 
and this close family member, I was wearing one of those flowy tube tops that we used to wear with a long sleeve shirt underneath it or yeah. whatever bullshit we would wear. Yeah. And they lifted up the tube top and then asked me if I was pregnant. So what? never forget that. It's oh like, my no, God. I'm just fucking Santa Claus today, okay? Leave me alone. Let me eat my pizza. Seriously, like, I don't, I will never understand why people make comments like that just ever. Because how is that okay? I would never. I mean, maybe yeah. When I like, maybe if I was younger, and I didn't know better, like I said, like that little boy in fourth grade. But like, as an adult, I could never say to a young person that actually reminds me of when I was in. This is like one, and like I'll keep this part like pretty short. But like, I will say that like a lot of my family members have made comments about my body throughout the years that have affected me, and they don't even know it, but. Like, they do say things that I know they don't mean it in a hurtful way, at least they're trying to be, but it is hurtful. And I remember this one time, I think it was like around that same time, like I had put on a little bit of weight, like I was in college and like, you know, they do, they say like the freshman 15 or whatever, mm-hmm. but I was like a little bit heavier at the time. And, but the thing is, is I wasn't even heavy. See, yeah, when you look I, back now, you're like, no, I wasn't. And that's the thing is like, I, I'm explaining it in my mind that like, yeah, I was a bit heavier, but it's like, no, I wasn't even heavy at all. I was a normal-looking human girl. Yeah, so I remember this person came up to me, and she's like, you look like you've been gaining weight. Ew. And I was like, you're a fucking bitch. Like, and to be 19 years old and have someone in your family say that to you, it's like, I cried. Like, I was like, fuck you, dude. Like, ugh, so annoying. And then just, like, small comments like that, like, throughout the years – and something that actually happened recently that I haven't even told you is I was talking to someone in my family on Thanksgiving and they had asked me like what I was doing and I was like, oh, I just had breakfast. And they were like, what did you have for breakfast? And I was like, um, literally, this is what I had. I was like, oh, I had some eggs and toast and avocado and bacon and then I had some orange juice and a coffee. And they go, that's going to make you gain weight. And I was like what and they were like you need to be drinking water with lemon every morning and I was like how do they know you hadn't had a glass of water before you had your breakfast I was like are you kidding me I was like I had orange juice to take my vitamins and I'm drinking a coffee like what and I was like I had one egg and a piece of toast and like two pieces of bacon with avocado and I was just like your proteins your greens I literally was just like shocked I was like are you kidding me and this just happened the other week? This was on Thanksgiving. And I was like, oh my God. why? I was like, I'm calling you because I want to wish you a Thanksgiving and I miss you and I do love you. But like, why did you have to say that to me? Like, so then I got off the phone and I was like, that was so fucking annoying. Like, and then I'm not going to lie. This thought crossed my mind because I was like, well, fuck, I have a month until I go home for Christmas. So I need to like drop some pounds before I get home. But that is what we do. That's, that's exactly. how our thought process starts working because... If a family, yeah, you're going to see the, whoever this family member was and then they just made this comment to you. So our mind just naturally starts going to this place where, okay, maybe I shouldn't have a fucking piece of toast and orange juice in the morning. Like, what? I'm so sorry that happened to you, especially so recently because, right, it's for like, I'm one. Gonna, I'm 29 years old. Like, And how are they, what are they doing that's so perfect that gives them the, the right, right to tell me that? Exactly. Yeah, I'm like, I'm sure okay. Nothing. I'm like, first of all, I'm a fucking adult. I live my own life like please don't try to give me health tips and tricks like if I need them and I, and I want to ask you I'll ask you but that was just so unnecessary like especially on like a nice holiday on a holiday when I'm just trying to say I love you and I'm thankful for you but in that moment I was like 
kind of want to take that back. <laughs> I, I think when those kinds of comments are being made by people, I think in a sense they are projecting whatever is going on in their own life and yeah. how they maybe feel about their body because I just, I can't personally imagine ever saying that to anybody. Even if I saw somebody eating like shit all the time, I can't physically even think of myself bringing myself to that point where I would step in and say, maybe you shouldn't eat that today. Right. It's It's, like, it's their life. It's your life. It's their body. (laughs) Exactly. I just don't think anybody has the right. And I think our generation specifically, I think we talk about our generation a lot because I do think we're not perfect, of course, but I do think the great thing about us is we have gotten to such a great place where we talk about Mm-hmm. just body acceptance and body love and how we don't let that shit fly and we don't talk like that to each other and we can't yeah. I mean I'm sure obviously not every single one of us but right. you know I think that sometimes the older generations they were obviously just raised during different times and we were kind of raised during those times as well so I think that's why we still struggle with those things and mm-hmm. it'll be nice if we are so lucky to have children one day if we choose to have children one day and I just, I know I'm not going to be a perfect mom, but I know all the things that I'm not ever going to yeah, say. Yeah, you better believe or... I'm going to hype my kid the fuck up. Yeah, dude. Uh, well, I'm really sorry that that just happened to you on such a recent occasion, but I hope That's that okay. your confidence kind of just overpowered that and you just said, fuck that. Like, you can do what you want and you're yeah. taking care of yourself. Right. And it's like, and I'm like, yeah, of course, like, I drink and I like to indulge on like a good meal but like I'm a I'm healthy I'm strong like and yeah like it's just so necessary like and I'm at the point in my life where I'm just used to it like I almost like every time I go home I just prepared to get said something to you about something so I'm just like used to it at this point heart sad but like um yeah like how you said like you would never like think to even say to someone like oh you shouldn't eat that today or whatever it is but it's also like that person knows exactly what they're doing it's like if I choose to eat this like sloppy whatever like grease cheeseburger french fry meltdown volcano queso (laughs) effect I know what I'm fucking doing so like mind your business and sometimes people are just like sometimes people just like can't help themselves you know like they have had weight issues for x amount of years and yes they know that it's bad but like it helps them feel better in the moment and like obviously those are different personal struggles that people deal with but they know what they're doing it's not like they're just like oh my god i'm just putting this in my body and i don't know what's happening (laughs) you know and so true (laughs) um one thing i also wanted to like touch on a little bit too is like you know when it comes to like confidence and stuff like of course we are all blessed to have the bodies that we have and like the faces that we have And, like, our self-confidence plays into, like, what we see on social media and things like that. But also, like, sometimes when it comes to, like, wanting to change those things because, like, let's, you know, we talked about when we are really, like, on our lows and we want to, like, make these changes. Like, I'm in full support of people who want to make those changes too. And if they choose to do, like, plastic surgery or if they, like, if someone wants to get Botox, then good for you. Get Botox. If that's going to boost your self-confidence and that makes you feel good do it. If you want to get a boob job, if you want to get a BBL, if you want to get whatever it is, like you may be beautiful as you are. And of course, like natural is beautiful, but also like if you want to do that too as well, and like get everything on your body transformed through surgery and cosmetic stuff, then I think that's great too. Because if that makes you feel good about yourself and you can look in the mirror every day and be like, 
God damn it, I am looking fuego today. Yes. Then amen. I think you should, because I think a lot of times too with like body shaming, people shame plastic surgery and people shame all these things. But it's like, what if someone gets a boob job? How is that affecting your life? Exactly. It's <laughs> like not at all. And if anything, if you're triggered by somebody doing that to themselves, I think that's when you need to look inward and ask yourself why that's triggering to you or why it's upsetting to you that this person did something to their body that they felt like was a good choice. They made that choice and it's going to make them feel better about themselves at the end of the day. Yeah. And that's all that matters. We are allowed to do whatever we want to do to make ourselves feel better. And of course it comes to the point where if you're never feeling satisfied after doing all these things and you only are wanting more and more and more, then that's a different topic. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's another trail to go down at at the time. But yeah, I agree. Like let people live their lives, man. Leave Britney alone. Leave Britney alone. But also free Britney. (laughs) Yeah. Also help her. Somebody go help her. I know. (laughs) That's also another topic. (laughs) We could go down. uh, We could have many open tabs like we always do. Always. I just, I wanted to touch on that because like there's definitely been something that like I've talked to you about for years and years and years. And. Ooh, are you going to share with the crowd? I am going to share with the crowd. But. And this is, and the thing is, is actually, this is something that nobody's ever said anything to me about. Like, no one's ever made a comment about this. They've never, like, shamed me in any way. They've never hurt my feelings or bullied me. But something that I've always been super self-conscious about is my smile. And that's just how it's been. Like, I remember for senior photos, I wanted to get veneers so badly because I wanted that, like, perfect million-dollar smile. I remember this. And, um... My dad actually took me to go get a consultation, but then when we saw how much it was going to cost, he was like, you're 17. Like, you don't need <laughs> fucking veneers. Like, chill like, the fuck sorry, out. daughter. Yeah. And so now that I'm going to be, well, I'm 29 still, but in this next year, I'm going to be 30 as a gift to myself. I'm going to get my teeth done. And Ooh. I'm so excited and I've already yes. found a doctor and I've like done my research and um, it's definitely not going to be cheap, but it's something that I'm going to treat myself to as a 30th birthday gift because um, it's a process. Like it's going to be like six months before I can like really move forward with this. Mm-hmm. But that was just like something that I was like, you know what? Like I'm doing this for me and I'm only sharing it because I am excited for it and I'm looking forward to just like my personal confidence boost that that's going to give me. I mean, I think I do have a nice smell, but your girl's going to be blang in in six hey. months. <laughs> All we're going to see is your teeth every single day. Even if, I'm, even if I'm crying, I'm just smiling the whole yeah. time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm really so excited for you because we've known each other forever at this point. And I remember that in high school, that that was something you wanted to do right before you seen your pictures and it didn't happen. And then I think there was even maybe another time in our early twenties where maybe Mm -hmm. it was going to happen. And I like that you are taking it upon yourself to now, because we are adult women, that you are choosing to do this for yourself as a treat to yourself. It's going to be something that is going to make you feel better, however that looks. And You've obviously had plenty of time to think about this. It's been right. years that you have felt this way. So clearly, you know what you're doing. And I'm fucking excited for you. Thanks, babe. Ooh, can't wait to lick those uh, little pearly watts. Hit these <laughs> teeth. <laughs> you're going to be biting apples left and right. <laughs> oh, my God. You know it. You already know. Well, I'm excited for you. And I can't wait to be there 
for you during this process and help you if you um, have, what is that? Do you even know if you don't mind sharing? If you've obviously been doing your research, is there recovery time? Do you have to take time off work for a little bit? So I don't know exactly. There's like two options where um, like with veneers, they would like grind down your teeth and okay. then they put the veneers on top. Okay. But the doctor that I'm going to go to, she's like, um, she specializes in like veneers and like things like that. But there's also another option where they basically like build on top of your already existing teeth. And so you don't need to like go through like the drooling and all that stuff. I just don't know which option is going to work best for me. So when I go like to the consultation, I'll ask her and be like, what do you think is the best option um, as far as like recovery time and things like that? So it kind of depends. But if it goes the easy way, which I'm hoping it's like zero recovery time, zero drilling, zero like numbing pretty much. Yeah, it's like a pretty quick and especially now, like over the last 10 years, like in anything like dentistry, even like implants, things like that, like just the technology has progressed so much in the last 10 years, yeah, even the last like sense. five years that there are just like such easier ways to do things than even in the early 2000s. So I don't think I'll have to actually like, I'll probably take a couple days off, but I don't think I'll have to do anything like too crazy. Wow. This is going to be exciting. I know. Do Nobody knows to... except for you. Well, now whoever's listening, yeah. but I haven't even told my parents. <laughs> oh my gosh. Which I kind of might not because it's like, it's my own money. It's my own thing. And yeah. Maybe when the time comes, you can let them know. Yeah. I'm kind of like that with big decisions too. I mean, I think you and I are equally as close with our parents and our moms, but yeah, I think the older I've gotten some of the bigger decisions, I kind of almost wait yeah. till last minute to fill them in because... Right, because you don't want them, like, feeding opinions yeah, into your mind. Exactly. That is that is exactly how I feel, too. Yeah. Because it's, like, they and, like, no one no one understands except for me and, like, you, but it's, like, it, it's just, it's for me, so, like, I don't need to explain myself to anybody. Wow, a little 30th birthday present to yourself? I know. This is exciting. Good for you, Steen. Thanks, Mal. I'm very hey. excited. <laughs> be excited. Be excited. Oh, tell me why you hurt your own feelings. Oh, okay, yes. <laughs> okay, yes. Oh, <laughs> All right. I will. Okay. So before I tell you guys what I did to hurt my own feelings, (laughs) when we were talking about comments being made to us throughout our lives from whoever it is, I think there was, there is one more. And I think maybe that's why, even if I don't, I don't, it's not like I think about this comment ever, but sometimes it might pop into my mind, but I think maybe this specific comment plays a role into maybe sometimes how I feel in the dating world or a comparison to other women on Instagram. But this boy that I was dating when I was 18, 19 years old, he had a really, really hot girlfriend before me. And I remember when I was younger, I felt so jealous of her because she was such a babe and I would creep on her MySpace or Facebook all the time. And one time it was, I think Halloween and we were obviously all drinking very heavily and him and I got in a fight about what fucking ever, who knows. And he brought her up and he told me that I would never be as skinny or as pretty as her. And I have a picture of myself from that night on Halloween. I was literally so just a little molecule because at that point I really did get a little... Because that was when we were living in Missoula, huh? Yeah. And I was a little obsessive about my workouts. Yeah. You were so tiny, like almost kind of like scary tiny. No offense. (laughs) Now that we're old enough to talk about it. No, for sure. I I think back then, yeah, I got into... 
not dangerous habits, but it just was pretty excessive the way I was exercising and maybe my eating habits too. I don't know. It's kind of hard to remember, but I just remember the over-exercising for sure. And I think because I was dating him, that was maybe why I was exercising so hard because the girlfriend he had before me was in my mind at that time, just such a bombshell. And I was always comparing myself to her. And so he said that to me. And so I don't know. I, like I said, I don't feel like I think about that anymore and fuck him and fuck that comment because yeah. And honestly, he's disgusting. He's a clown. (laughs) Yeah. I mean like, and not, not even in like a body shaming way. He's just Just, a disgusting person. Right. Like now that we're older, it's just almost hysterical a little bit that somebody like that would have said that to me. But anywho. Yeah. <laughs> Who's laughing now? Who has the last laugh? <laughs> <laughs> and so obviously we told you guys, Steen and I have been kind of seeing people that started almost, I think we're coming up on a couple months and it's not official, but we've only been hanging out with these two particular people. And... I took a break from Instagram for a few weeks, and then the other day I got on, I didn't actually even get on my own account yet, but I got on our One Cute Drink page. Him and I, or he had started following our page, and so I hadn't looked at his page in a while since I had been on Instagram, but he's one of those guys that literally doesn't post anything ever, so there wasn't anything to see, but then I kind of just had this moment where I wanted to... Oh my God, I can't believe I'm saying this because it is so embarrassing. And I'm really not this kind of person. I don't like doing things like this because it's just toxic, bad energy. But I felt like looking through who he follows on Instagram because I know mostly any guy out there follows some kind of Instagram model or beautiful women, whatever. And so I just kind of went down this rabbit hole. And as I was doing it though, I knew what I was doing. I knew that if I were to see some of these pages that he was following, whatever, that I would probably feel a little upset or like less than yeah or maybe a feeling of comparison it was definitely it was kind of a combination of comparison more so because then you're knowing that that person you're interested in is seeing those images every day possibly multiple times a day so how can you not feel a little bit of well okay I also will say this is a reflection on myself, which I realized too. If I was 100% confident with where I am right now with my body and how I look and my appearance, then maybe I wouldn't have even felt like I hurt my own feelings. Yeah. Or maybe not. I don't know. Does that feeling ever go away? Either way, I did do that. And so... Oh, man. (laughs) I know. I just had to sit with it. And then I went to the gym. I was planning on going to the gym anyways it's not like I went to the gym to be like oh my god god I look like those models right (laughs) right but still but and also because I did just need to go to clear my head and kind of let out whatever feelings I had but so yeah that was something I did and it is just funny how we can do that at times because I knew exactly what I was doing and I knew that if I were to see some of these things that maybe he was following or liked I was just especially such a creep dude and I'm normally not I promise you I'm not a creep like that yeah but I was just a moment moment of weakness and I just sat with it and I did it for uh, way too long honestly but (laughs) I mean and especially like when you click on a post and then you saw that they liked it you just oh yeah I saw lots of those (laughs) (laughs) triggered oh boy (laughs) but The reason I wanted to share that because I'm sure a lot of us have done that at some point, but after I did it that day, I'm not going to do it ever again because I saw what I saw. I don't, and I do think though, if I were to have done that, maybe let's say earlier this summer when I was in a very low place, Oh yeah, I think that would have actually 
made it worse. Oh, it would have been so much worse because it really didn't even bother me for that. It didn't even really genuinely bother me. It's just like that, like I said, that feeling of that you know that this person is seeing stuff like that all the time. Right. And you feel like you don't look that way, obviously. So you're, right, you're, you're kind of like, getting your own head like a little bit. Like to them, it's like this is what they think is attractive and hot. Yes. And, and I like, do too because goddamn, those women be fine. Yeah. And then you're like, well, wait, I don't look like that. So right. do they think I'm attractive and hot? Exactly. And then you go down That's that rabbit exactly hole and you're like, God damn it. And you're like, fuck. Yes. But I've moved on. I just had a bad moment that day and it is what it is. I mean – we can't change what is on the internet. It will always be there. There's always going to be attractive people. We yes. see attractive men. Like It just is one of those things. But I wanted to ask you because I know the person that you've been hanging out with, they don't have social media. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to know, because I feel like we've never really talked about it, how mm-hmm. do you like that they don't have social media for maybe not those reasons, I guess, or how do you feel about them not having it? I, You know what? I have thought about this, actually. So I actually think it's... I like that he doesn't have social media, to be honest. Um, because for one... And I mean, he agrees. Like, he was telling... He was like, if I... He's like, if I was on social media, I go down these rabbit holes of, like, nonsense. And I just get in my head. It's, like, all stupid. And I'm like, for sure. And I mean, with us having this podcast and us being, like, extrovert people and just, like wanting to share all like the highlights of our life like I would never not be on social media completely I have had the thought that if he was on social media I definitely would have done something similar to what you did like I because you know like I think about like exes and I'm like would I have like tried to find his ex would I have tried to like look at old photos would I have like dove deep into the past and then like you said hurt my own feelings so it's actually really nice. Um, kind of refreshing, honestly. It is. And it's nice because when we're together, he's not on his phone scrolling through Instagram, uh, that's so scrolling nice. through Facebook. And because he doesn't do that, I don't feel the need to do that either. Like I, I we, ne- we literally like never have our phones out when we're together, which is so that nice. That is fucking goals. It is. Like it makes me feel good because like... I mean, with you and I, it's whatever, because, like, when we're together, we actually, like, pay attention to each other and, like, we'll show each other on Instagram or things Mm -hmm. like that. But, like, when you're with someone, especially in a romantic way, or even not, honestly, because I've had friends before, like, scroll through their phones and I'm telling a story. I'm like, are you even, like, listening to what I'm saying to you? Like, do you even want to be here at this moment? Yeah, I have definitely felt that even with, yeah, boyfriends, whatever, in the past. And it can be a feeling of, like, you're just, obviously, your presence isn't enough for them in that moment which isn't all the way true because we all have this weird addictions with our phone but I love that when you're hanging out with this person the fact that he doesn't have social media it's like that is yeah because it's such a time consumer so the fact that he doesn't have it and then he's just fully with you in the moment which is so nice and so refreshing it is really nice I would love to give this person a pat on the back cheerio lad (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's um, awesome that's a good question because now that I've said it out loud, I didn't fully think about that. But yeah, like I do appreciate the fact that when we hang out, he doesn't even need to look at his phone because he's like, you're the only person I need to be with. I'm like, goddamn right. That's fine. <laughs> don't be looking at other hoes. <laughs> and I don't mean hoes in like a negative way because no. I'm a hoe too. So. We all hoes. <laughs> we all hoes. But yeah, and and that kind of like puts me in check too. Like I don't need to be on social media all the time. Um, and I think it's different situationally. Like if you and I were like hungover and we needed to be in the dark and just like be quiet, then (laughs) 
in the dungeon. Then you and I would definitely just be like scrolling just to like pass time and like get through those troubled waters. Right. But I mean, I feel like even with you and I, like when we're together, we never scroll through social media unless we're like making a post or like doing something yeah. that like pertains to whatever's going on in that moment. So yeah, but like I said, I'd be lying if I didn't do shit like that too. Like we are all guilty of it in some way, yeah. whether it's going You're lying through. if you did. <laughs> yeah. You were lying if you don't go through like old photos or like look through old tagged shit or like click on someone's handle and then you just like fall down this like <laughs> fucking rolling ass flaming oil barrel of disaster. <laughs> yeah, we've all definitely been at the bottom of the hill. Yeah. Sinking into the mud. Quicksand <laughs> pulling us in. And we all know when we're doing it and why we're doing it and why we shouldn't be doing it, but it happens to the best of us. Yeah. But oh, I did want to say, sorry, go ahead. No, nothing. Um, I did want to say to you too, before we go too off topic, I'm proud of you though for realizing what you were doing and for also making the conscious effort to stop as well as remind yourself that like you are worthy and you're so beautiful and like, yeah, like we all do it, but... I'm proud of you. That's on self-awareness. That's on growth. Hey. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, for sure. Because like I said, even just a few months ago this summer, ooh, that could have been a dark day. Yeah. <laughs> With that being said, just a friendly reminder, you are beautiful. You are kind. You are unique. And I think that's what makes everyone so beautiful too is like um, I've been doing – there's this part at one, on one of my favorite meditations that it says at the end – with loving kindness, hold yourself for a few moments for the beautiful and unique being that you are. Wow. And I've been telling myself that every day. And it's like, you know what? We are unique. We are beautiful. And yes, like, I know I'm getting my teeth done, but like, some people don't even have teeth. So grateful. <laughs> grateful Way, to always, yeah. Way to always look at the other side. <laughs> that was super sweet. I love that. Well, before we sign off with you guys, I did want to leave me and Christine and whoever's listening with some maybe cute, tangible tips. Tell me. Okay. That I'm going to try to remember in my own life because sometimes I feel it's easy to say these things and then hopefully they help somebody who's listening or going through it. But for myself as well, if you are feeling maybe like you are suffering a little bit with low self-confidence, body image, all the things that we talked about today. Here are a few couple things I wrote down that I think I'm going to try to practice as much as I can as well. And the first step is obviously taking control of the situation and your life when you're trying to overcome negative self-image and replace it with self-confidence. And to remember that you usually are your own worst enemy because all those feelings that you're feeling, it's not like everybody else in the world is thinking that of you. It's all the voices in your head telling you these things. Mm -hmm. And also you could maybe try to figure out why you're having these negative thoughts about yourself. How Steen and I mentioned some of the comments we've received in our life, I'm sure plays a role into maybe some of the negative feelings that we've had. So maybe you could sit down and analyze why you're having those negative thoughts. And then a great way to replace those negative thoughts would be to think of all the great qualities and things that you do well and what you have to offer for the world because I think that could be a very quick little switcheroo in your mind for more positive feelings about yourself. I love that. I have one last thing to leave off on because that just reminded me of something that I saw. Tell us. Um, Okay, so I made a post about this actually four years ago. 
2016 on the old on the gram on the gram um but this is like kind of like another thing to think too and it says many people would be scared if they saw in the mirror not their faces but their character and i think to put that in a positive way that who you are as a person reflects i think how beautiful you are truly than what you actually look like so a thousand percent so like remind yourself that like if you've got a good heart and you're loving and you're caring and you're generous and you truly want the best for people and yourself i think that that to me is more beautiful than any physical attribute ever in life i love that you brought that up because it goes with something that i was just thinking of too where just being good and kind and generous and positive to other humans that always makes at least me feel better. And I'm sure when you're at work and you are dealing with customers and people that you don't know and you're kind of forced to be positive because, Mm -hmm. I mean, why would you be mean to the people that are coming (laughs) into your establishment? Right. And don't you feel that when you, maybe if you're having a bad day or you are feeling bad, it does help a little bit to just be nice to somebody else because being nice, it just almost brings those good feelings inside. However... I just talked about this. Nothing makes me feel good or like more in a like positive way than when I have tables or bar guests or whoever I'm taking care of that are polite. Like thank you goes eons and like honestly because I have so many people I'll drop a drink or their food or I'll do something for them and they just don't even say anything. They don't, don't even acknowledge you're there. Don't even acknowledge. And I'm just like, okay, I'll just go fuck myself. Like, yeah, like just a simple thank you. I'm just like, you know what? You cute. Okay. <laughs> you're welcome. A thank you really does go a long way. And PSA for anybody out there, don't be one of those people that goes out and isn't polite and is rude because we're all equal. Yeah. And we're all just trying to survive at the end of the day. And not to get too corny, but <laughs> if we all were to just be a little more cautious or aware with how we treat random strangers and just being kind to one another i swear to god that could truly heal this planet that we live on oh, and, and if all... everybody did a little dmt let's be honest yeah <laughs> just kidding a little shroomy shroom <laughs> <laughs> um got anyway well i'm happy we did this me as well as always you can find us on instagram at one cute drink and i'm christine underscore moi and I'm at Music with Mal. And if you would like to, please subscribe, rate, and review on Apple. And thank you so much for listening. We really love you guys. And I hope that, as always, this conversation shed some light on anything you could be going through. And I hope it made you feel better. Yeah. We love you. And we'll talk to you next week. Talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>